Before the show, so we're going to have to catch everybody up. What I'm going to let you, you take the lead on this one. Okay. I am grateful for to whoever gave us the heads up because, you know, what, you know by leaking that memo, because we can still do something about it. And, but it needs us all to really stepping up and speaking as one. You know, the pro-lifers are a minority in this country. Two-thirds of the country, 75%, want women to have control over their bodies, which gives them the control over their lives. And it's just that 25% that has been trying to turn the United States into into a theocracy, pro-life. But they're not pro anything that supports life. Thank you. They, you know, and it's not about fetuses. It's not about babies. It's about controlling women and turning them back into second-class citizens and slaves to men. It's about taking rights away from the LBGTQ community. It is about making men specifically Christian men, white Christian men, lords and masters of everyone else. It's about trying to turn the United States into the Confederacy, and that's what it's about. This is, you know, it's, we were talking about it before we started. The reality is women that are in their 40s and, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, even their early 50s, they have no idea. We lived through yeah. this fight. Yeah. You know, they don't realize that until the late 1980s, as a woman, you couldn't get a credit card without a man's signature. You couldn't buy you a couldn't car. Buy a you house. couldn't buy a house. You couldn't get a business loan. You had to have a man co-signing anything you did. Thank you, Ruth Bader Ginsburg who made that change. But the reality is we now have a Supreme Court that the last three justices put on there by 45 lied under oath. Mm -hmm. If they sign to overturn Roe v. Wade, they lied under oath. They perjured themselves. They were directly asked this question and all three vehemently opposed the idea of overturning Roe v. Wade yeah. in no uncertain terms. It was an absolute, this is a done deal. If they go against this, I, I, I'm sorry, because if the shoe were on the other foot, 
And this was something that the Republicans want didn't want, but the Democrats did. They'd have impeachment proceedings starting a half hour Last after week. it became, you know, the oh, yeah. Didn't even oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, the thing of it is uh, the Democrats are bringing legislation, and they, um, you know, to the floor to codify, you know, a woman's right to her own body. Well, there, it's going to be interesting. There, there is a way to make that legal. Of course there, there is. Um, the CEO of Bank of America, America has put out that if the Supreme Court um, does, you know, follow through with that memo and rule the way it is, that Bank America will be getting involved. He, they need to get. He needs to get involved. His name is. Um, I, I wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got it here, Brian Moyahan, and he is the CEO of Bank of America, which is one of the most powerful banks in the nation. He knows everybody who has money. He knows most of the top CEOs of the large corporations. He knows the actual billionaires who have money. He needs to bring them together in front of the Lincoln Memorial and basically say, we will not support this. We will not support anybody who votes against turning this into a law, which means we're not going to make any more donations to anybody who votes against this, Republican, Democrat, or, or Independent. We cut you off, and not only will we cut you off, but we are going to support your opponent. Well, you cut the money off from the Republicans. And let's face it, the My Pillow guy doesn't have enough money to yeah. support. <laughs> um, and there are very few billionaires. There are some, but even they couldn't support all the Republicans and the Republican Party. You cut the Republicans off from their major funding source, and they will they will fold like a, a wet paper cup, because they are all about money. They are all about money, power, and control over others. And with but without the money, they're screwed. Well, so you know you get you know the top fifty or more. Uh, CEOs standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial because, you know, Lincoln freed the slaves and basically the Republicans, I noticed that they're done. They're done playing and that they will not be part of women being turned into slaves. And you will get crossed over. We're livestock. You know, I mean, not for nothing. It's literally making women livestock because farmers control when they let their cattle and their animals get impregnated. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an unbelievable thing to me. It is an unbelievable thing to me that they want to punish women having an abortion more severely than the rapist who impregnated yeah. her. Yeah. You know, well, that I mean, idiot, you know, that idiot governor in Texas said, well, you know, 
there, you know, we will just say there's no rape. And so we're going to, you know, you know, women can't be raped if there's no rape. Right, exactly. Well, the, all a rapist has to do is propose. Yeah. Marry me. They no longer raped you. It's, it's un- What's amazing to me is Alito is quoting somebody from back in the 16th century who also felt With that a man, witches. you know, a husband cannot rape his wife. Because you're married. So because you're married, you belong to your husband. And it is your wifely duty. So, you know, it's, it's an, I, I, we're, it's the handmaid's tale. It's the beginning of the handmaid's tale. And, you know, this is, this is the start of that slippery slope because same sex marriages, they'll find a way to get that. The LBGTQ plus community, they're coming after Every bit of that, they are um, interracial inter, uh, marriages. Thank you. That'll be on the block. You know that, that was the loving. Thomas, I mean, let's face it. That uh, wasn't that. That was against the law in thirty-something states until the sixties. Yep. Well, let's face it. I, I mean, our president just signed the anti-lynching. Uh, you yeah. know. In in 2022, it has now become illegal. To, you know, it's. I'm serious. I I I keep waiting for Rod Serling to wake up to you know to wake up to Rod Serling, and it's going to go back to 2016, and 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 the election didn't happen. Ah, uh, yeah. Come soon because it's like literally living in the twilight zone. And to all of my female friends who laughed at me because I cried and because I have a message for them. My go ahead. Fuck you. I'm sorry. You Fuck you. I mean you know, um I'm serious. I mean I literally and this was my biggest fear. Now let's face it. I'm a grandmother. I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. But I have daughters. I have nieces. I have granddaughter that now very soon could have less rights than I had. Meanwhile, yeah. I fought to help those rights. I was yeah. I, I wasn't that old, but believe me, and I went to Catholic school. I was pretty militant about this shit. And it literally here's the reality. In my personal life, I could have never had an abortion. On the flip side, I've been pregnant three times. My oldest was a diaphragm. My middle son was the sponge and my daughter was the pill. I've been married once. That's the father of all three of my kids. And you know what? I didn't have that choice to make. But after my third child, I had very easy pregnancies and I never was sick. Or anything like that, I had very difficult births. Yeah. And after my third child, it was just decided it was better for me that I not have any more kids. And again, I got pregnant all three on birth control. So I went to the women's clinic to have my tubes tied. I had to drive through the sea of anti abortionists, mm-hmm. you know, the old shriveled up men who haven't had semen come out of their penis in decades 
banging on my car that I'm killing my unborn child. I got out of my car. I was like, you're out of your freaking minds. I have three kids. The doctor doesn't think it's good for me to have any more, and I'm having my tubes tied, and I should get out there and beat the crap out of you. Who the hell are you to be doing this, holding up pictures of mutilated fetuses and stuff? Most of those pictures, most of those pictures were not aborted fetuses. Of course they they weren't. You know, babies, actual babies who were killed in accidents, uh, war. Of course. There was that documentary um, that was set up um, by a producer from Texas, and it was proven that everything that he said was a setup and was a total lie. It was proven. But you know what? It's an, you know, here's the thing. If you don't believe in abortion, don't have one. Mm-hmm. If your religion precludes you from being able to take birth control, don't use it. That's you exercising your religious freedom. Yep. By yep. you enforcing your beliefs, making sure other women can't have abortions and can't get birth control, that is religious oppression. You yep. are oppressing people. Any law excuse me, that talks about the sanctity of life is not, you're not talking science, you're talking religion. Exactly. I'm sorry, and our Constitution has a separation of church and state for a reason, because this is not a theocracy. This is a democracy. Yes, it is still the experiment, but your Religious beliefs, let's face it, we have a Catholic president who has spoken over and over again about the fact that on a personal level, he's a Catholic man and doesn't believe in abortion. As president of the United States, his beliefs cannot have anything to do with how he does his job as the president It is his job to protect the rights of every citizen in this country. And I'm sorry. And a zygote and a fetus are not, they're not citizens of this country. Here's the thing. You know what? I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know what? Pregnancy starts with a penis. So why not regulate the source? Yeah. Because Um, not for nothing, a woman can sleep with a hundred men. Only one of them is going to knock her up, and it's going to take her nine months to have a baby. A guy can sleep with a hundred women, knock every one of them up, walk away from yep. every single one of them, and and have a hundred children out there, and yep. not pay a dime for any one of them. If you I, imagine, I mean seriously, Teresa, imagine telling a man you're going to have to have a vasectomy. It's reversible. And then once you get married and you show that you are ready to father and be supportive financially and everything else for the children that you create, we're going to, un, you know, we'll reverse your, your, mm-hmm. the, the tie and you can father your kids. Are you kidding me? Or if men could get pregnant? Oh, there would be outrage. Are, are you, uh, oh, are you, uh, my body? You can't do that to my body. It's like that's a 15-minute invasion of your body in a doctor's office, you don't even need to go under the, you know, anesthesia. 
yeah. it is a shock a and a bag of peas in your lap for a week, you know, while the swelling goes down. To I had a discussion. A <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Go ahead. Um, I, I tweeted uh, to this one a-hole um, that, you know, if he is determined to tell women what to do with their bodies, well, turn turnabout is fair play, mm-hmm. and we're going to be setting up his castration, and there's nothing he can do about it. Well, I don't think you should castrate them, but, you know, you get, you get your vasectomy, you know, not for nothing. Either that or, okay, you got this woman pregnant, your support starts that day. You are responsible yep. for her medical care. You are responsible for the clothing that she's going to need, for the food that she's going to need, all of her prenatal care, all of her doctor's bills, all go to you. I posted that it, you know, <laughs> per child, That's right. a minimum of $500 a week child support, plus another $500 a week mother support um, for each child. And they also have to, you know, you know, this is for a minimum of 18 years, plus they have to co- come up with all the medical and then the education right. so that they can go to college and get a good education. We're talking here for one child and one mother, $53,000 a year. Yeah. And if there's two children, well, the, then the child support goes up to $1,000 a week because children are expensive. They and the sure older they are. get, and child support starts at conception. They say life um, starts, at, yeah, begins at conception. So does child support. So, and the mother, since she's putting everything on the line, her health, her yeah, her phys- yeah, her life even, then she needs to be fully supported. So you know, five hundred dollars a week for her support. And all her medical taken care of, and ten percent every year it goes up without exception, and that's the minimum. It should be five hundred dollars per child per week, or twenty percent of the father's income per child. So if he has five kids, a hundred percent of his income is taken out and he's actually in a hole because if there's um you also have the support of the mother. You know, it's it's unbelievable to me. I think that I, I think it's a great idea. I really do. And mm-hmm. but again, you know what? I, I don't think that you can set a dollar amount, you know, in saying that it's five hundred dollars you know, because again it could be somebody that should be paying $20,000 because of what he has. Well, it, yeah, it would be either the $500. But I really think if it turned, you know, you turn it around and it's like, okay, now you have to be responsible for this. You have to be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. I think guys would have a lot of different things to say. And the reality is if men could get pregnant, there'd be drive-through oh. abortions. Oh, yeah. You know, but what I'm I saying mean, is it, it's $500 it's, it's, or 
of their net, you know, their net worth, whichever the, ever the greater the amount. Yeah. Well, so, you know, like, again, that would that see, but that would actually mean they're pro-life. Yeah. You know, they're not pro-life; they're pro-birth. They're pro. No, they're pro, they're anti-woman. That's what they are. That, they're anti-woman. That same child that they're forcing that woman to carry, now they're mm-hmm. going to be pissed that, oh, great, now you can't have health care, and we're not giving you, you know, lunches or breakfast. You can't have this. You can't have that. You know, so it is just, it is ridiculous. I'm going to let you talk for a little bit because we have a caller, and I just want to okay. screen and see who this is. So go ahead and okay. keep talking. I'll be back in just a moment here. Okay. I have heard of men who use child support as a way to bully and control. They try to tell a woman what you know what she can do with her life, who she can have in her life. And it just shows what they're all about. It's it's not about having, you know, taking care of their children. It is about having the you know the right to manipulate and control you know the woman and that's what it is all about and by holding them financially accountable you put them on notice that they are accountable and so I guess the point is we have to stand up for each other and by standing together and working together and speaking as one, we can stop this. I think, yeah, personally, I think the CEOs getting together would do a lot of good because the Republicans do like their money and they do like their, you know, you know that is what they're all about. And they couldn't really say anything because they are they were the ones who gave corporations the power of like it, like an individual. They made them people. So mm-hmm. you back? I am, and we have a caller. Okay. Would you like to bring him into the conversation? I would love it. Okay, here we go. Give me a sec. Okay, Pianchi, we are bringing you hey, into the conversation. Doing? We I'm are doing, doing good. well. Oh, How are you? I'm fine. I sort of take a different view. I think this matter should be left up to the states. Supreme Court had no authority legalizing abortion, just like they had no authority legalizing same-sex marriage or interracial marriage. That's not their job to legislate. Nowhere oh, in the they, according, uh, they also didn't have the right to give, you know, equal votes for people of other ethnic backgrounds. Well, that's up to the states. Voting is clearly spelled out in the Constitution that it's a state responsibility. And states need to take back the power that the federal government has given itself the federal so government gets its powers women, from the states. So you are saying Pardon women me? aren't equal. They aren't equal to a man. That's what you're saying. Well, my daughter is, yes. So states but, need to take back those powers from the federal government. 
Federal government has no. gotten completely okay, so, out of well, wait, wait, wait a second. So here oh, ma'am, I'm, I'm trying to you. say something. Please. I appreciate please. that. But well, excuse me. You're saying that it should be in the hands of the states. In Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, they are now trying to legislate that if a woman has an abortion, they can charge her with murder. Well, that's the state of Mississippi. You can go up to Maine and you can kill as many babies as you want to. Look at the most, and I'm African-American, look at the most African-American women. Black women have aborted over 20 million babies in a span of 35 years. That would equivalent removing black people out of 15 states completely out. So I think it should go to the states to decide like the Constitution prescribes. Uh, the states are also the argue. ones who are trying to stop you from voting. No, they're not stopping me from oh, voting. The yes, Constitution. They are. Well, I'm black. I ain't never been stopped from voting. Uh, there are tens of thousands of African Americans who were arbitrarily removed from the voting rolls. Well, there what are, does the state? What law does the state require that you make sure that you are current? On the voters' roll, uh, you have to follow Texas, the law. In Texas, the requirements for voting are so restrictive um, for to be able to get the ID. It's not just a driver's license. If you're, you have to bring in your birth certificate. Well, I have to bring my birth certificate in to get a passport. In New York, yeah. they let illegals vote state and local. Oh, that's bullshit. Is that right? That is that's a lie. That is an absolute lie. No, yes, they lie. do, too. I bullshit. Yes, they do. Bullshit. That is a lie. Do not come out here. Well, so I guess the New York Times is lying. are not true. I guess the New okay. York Times is lying. I don't live uh, in, I don't live in what, New York. I couldn't tell you. I just know what I read. Well, I grew okay. up in New York. Was it a news article or was it a commentary? No, it was in several newspapers, the Washington what Post, newspaper? the New York Times. Again, well, ma'am, you have been very disrespectful. You asked me a question. You asked me a question when I get ready to ask it. You asked me a question when I get ready to ask it. It was not a commentary. It's front page. Who? So anyway, like I was saying before, I think it should be left up to the states. Uh, voting should be left up to the states. Nobody should be... Uh, restricted from voting. The Constitution allowed black males uh, to vote before white women was allowed to vote. Now, if you had exactly. some areas that was breaking the law, then those need to be addressed. Okay, was... I have a question for you. Pianchi, yes. I have a question for you. In putting reproductive rights into state hands, what if the state you live in decides that, you know what, we're coming at this from the wrong angle because a woman can sleep with a hundred men, but only get pregnant once. Whereas a man can sleep with a hundred women and impregnate a hundred of all hundred. What if they decide, you know what, it's better for men to have a vasectomy, which is reversible. And then once they are married and ready to be responsible for the children that they father, they sign the document, and then we go in, we reverse that vasectomy, and now you can father children. 
Would that be well? If that's something, if that's something that's the law, but you know, you know, I'm against denying. No, 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 no. Answer the question. Answer the question. I'm not making the law. I'm not in that state. If I was living in that state and that was the law, I guess that would be what I would have to abide by. But I'm also against denying a male of his fatherhood. How do you deny anyway, I'll let you guys, his fatherhood? Because you would take away his child. You know, here's the thing. That should Until be, you know, if a woman decides to impregnate somebody. No, no, no. Let me say what I have to say. Okay? Pianchi, you and a woman, you and your girlfriend, whatever, you guys get pregnant. That is a conversation that the two of you should have. If she doesn't want to have this child, but you really want this child, let me finish. But Mm -hmm. you really want this child. And so it's like, look, you know, I'll sign whatever you need me to sign. I'm going to take care of all of your medical bills. Have this baby. Let me raise this baby. That should be between you and her. That shouldn't be between her well, and the Let me tell you with my family. My family, we don't believe in sex before marriage. The women don't have. If, my, if a male wanted to come date my daughter, I'd done background checks on them. Just then any male date my daughter. And I know other families that do the same thing. So when you marry a female, you are marrying a family in my family, in my culture. So that's just the way it is. Now if you got your these things where no 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 Teresa let him finish please okay okay if uh-huh. if if you get if you got families uh, that choose to live in a different uh, philosophy and ideology well that's that's them but I think the states they're not saying you can't have an abortion they're just regulating it they believe that after a heartbeat is present then that child is a human being it's not a fetus it is not they a don't human get being. play on the work you know what. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, ma'am, you that's your. That's, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, let, let me say this. Let a me say this, ma'am. And I'm trying to be polite. I'm not talking over you. But that is your ideology. It's not mine. Please. But it's, you don't get to have the right to tell another person how to take, you know, take care of their body. That's right. It would be no different well, than me you know, saying, you know, what? I've decided you're going to be castrated. You know what? Uh, I hear what you're saying. My parents taught me about how to take care of my body. It's, I taught my kids how to take care of their body. My wife taught my daughters how to take care of their body. I was mm-hmm. responsible. I paid for my kids uh, college education out of my pocket. We didn't seek no government help, uh, food stamps, and welfare. We detest that. Okay. And good for you. Your I'm very happy for you and your family that you were in a position to do that. That's wonderful. And good for you All and right. good for your wife and good for your family. You are not indicative of every other person in this country. Okay? Well, I may mean, not, not, but why and is so the indignantness of other people, you know, you, you why must I bear children? the burden of other people? Excuse me? It's called why being I... part of society. Well, what part of society? I'm not like those lunatics in Chicago that have shot over 4,000 in less than a year. They black. I'm black. I don't live that way. I'm going to let you guys go ahead with your show. Thank you very much. Okay, coward. 
well, I don't think that he's a coward. He has the right to his own opinion. You know, my but question to him was going to be, I appreciate the fact that they don't believe in sex before marriage. What would have happened if one of his daughters was raped and then they mm-hmm. found out that she was pregnant? You know, that I mean, it's, so it's, it's real. It's real easy to make a statement and then walk away. You oh, know, yeah. because that's why I called him a coward because well, he I, didn't stand and defend. I don't. I, and I, I'm 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 not a, a name caller. I so that's why I don't do that. But yeah, you know, it's like I, don't, you know, you came in, you had your opinion, you got to say it, and then you know, let's not let's not go on because you know I I may have to uh, you know answer another question. I'm yeah. just you know I again. You know yeah. what? I, I, on a personal level, on a personal level, I could never have had an abortion. I, I would have had the morning after pills. God forbid I had been raped. I would have been mm-hmm. asking for that pill. I'm not a woman who would have, I can't tell anybody because I'm so ashamed. That would not be yeah. me. Yeah. I've been pregnant when I was three in- times. All three of my kids happened on birth control, but here's the thing. I was also the friend that held my friend's hands when they did have one and drove them or stayed with them afterwards. And they were always like, but you don't believe in this. I said, for me, my beliefs, I have no right to judge you. I have no right to impart my beliefs on you. I am your friend. This is between you, your doctor, and whatever your belief system is. You know, but here's the thing. As Christians... I'm a Christian woman, and I'm going to say this to every Christian woman out there who's listening. If you had an abortion, guess what? You believe in Jesus Christ and that he died for your sins. Your sin was already forgiven before you even made it. Any sin you've ever created. So you have nothing to be guilty about. God is not going to judge you for this. God will love you because he loves you no matter what. You know, one of my biggest fears when I was growing up, I'm serious, Teresa, here's how crazy my fear was. My biggest fear was that if Hitler's dying breath was, God, please forgive me for everything I did, that God would forgive him. So I actually used to pray that he never asked for forgiveness. (laughs) I'm serious. But it it did. Well, according to the Bible... According to the Bible, which is the Christian rule book, the um, life doesn't actually begin until the first breath. First breath. That's right. Because that's when the soul goes in. That's right. I'm right there so with you. Their whole, the whole, you know, their whole platitudes and their whole, you know, basis for this is against their own religion. That's right. And I got news to you. You know, when they when they talk about that, I got into that with somebody today, somebody talking about, you know, the benevolent God we have. I was like, you know, not for nothing. God can be pretty vengeful. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you forget when Moses, in order for the Jews to be let out of Egypt, they killed the firstborn male. God killed the firstborn male of Egypt. Children. Yeah. Cattle, you name it, dead. How many floods to wipe out a civilization? How many, you know, God asked, told Abraham to kill his son Isaac to prove his love. God gave his only son and had him die on the cross. So 
Not for nothing. God is, God can be, God is loving. God can be harsh, you know, so to turn around, you know, an eye for, it's in the Bible, an eye for an eye. It's also in the Bible that, you know, with the bubonic plague that, you know, put a cloth over your face and wash your hands and stay away from your neighbor so as to not get them sick. Somebody actually, somebody actually had the nerve to say to me over this, well, what about my body, my choice for masks? During COVID, and it's like, really? You can't catch pregnancy. So what a ridiculous argument. Every time somebody said that to me, my body, my choice. No, this was a plague. Yeah. You know, I, 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 when I'm pregnant and I sit down next to somebody, they, it doesn't, they can't catch it. That whole role women aren't going to walk away and now everybody's pregnant because they sat down with me. Yeah. You know, I, I. I it's just, I'm serious. I, I just, I'm so tired. I appreciate people's feelings, but the reality is your feelings, you know, to turn around and, you know, this, they shouldn't have done this because this should all have been on the state level. There still has to be guidelines. There are still states that are trying to bring back slavery. And this, you know, the the whole civil war thing, it was a the, you know, an act of northern aggression. Right. Yeah, if it was up to states rights, there would, you know, there would the southern states would still be the confederacy. You know, I I got into it with a friend of mine with Elon Musk and him uh, with the whole thing. With, mm-hmm. And he was like, thank goodness, you know, the woke culture and the cancel culture will now be silenced. And it's like, oh, wait a second. Uh, free speech is free speech. Yep. But I guess it's now only your speech is the one that's free and everybody oh, yeah. else should just be quiet. It's like, I don't understand how all of this is happening. I, again, I, I feel like we're living in the twilight zone. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, uh, it's it's unbelievable to me. And, again, I'm I'm really thrilled. I grew up in New York. I live in Connecticut. Those are sanctuary states. I mean, New York protected abortion rights as soon as 45 went into office. Yeah. You know, um, say whatever you want about Cuomo. It is, you know, the people who are writing these laws, are morons. You know, you got the one who thinks that if you if rape rape is inevitable, the woman should lay back and enjoy it. Thank you. You got the one who thinks that um, a body knows the difference between making love and being raped, and if the woman's being raped, her body will you know automatically prevent pre- pregnancy. Oh yeah. And then you got the idiot who thinks that. Um, Fetuses can be transplanted. They have they have no concept of biology, but yet they're making you know you know these rules. And for a record, at six weeks, there is no heart to beat. What they're hearing is electrical impulses because there isn't even a nervous system yet. And 
they're you know they're basically hearing the electrical impulses. There is no heart at six weeks. By and by their standard, if you put a stethoscope against um, a kidney, you will hear a heartbeat because it's connected right. to you know to the person's system. So by their standards, a kidney is an independent living being. You know That's how stupid they are. It's and so yeah, I know that's name calling, but I'm pissed. <laughs> you know what? Again, I I have to respect how people feel. It's just real easy for a man to talk. Mm-hmm. It's real easy. It, it really is. And, you know, there's that meme going around, you know, thy who do not have a uterus, you know, it's fallopians, you know, 13, yeah. to just shut up. You know, but for, again, you know, I know a lot of women who are 100% pro-life and feel that abortion should be illegal. And it's like, you know what? Again, we don't live in a theocracy because your belief system is one way you can't force your beliefs on somebody else. Not when there you is are that. literally taking away their own personhood, their mm-hmm. own autonomy. Our yeah. uterus is going to be owned by whatever state you live in. And so if you live in a humane state, you have the right to control what goes on with your uterus. But if you live in a different state, your uterus belongs to them and your rapist has the right to co-parent your child. Um, the Republic, there was a national uh, legislation that came up that um, outlawed child marriages. Republicans voted against it. As long did. as the parents consent, right. a child can get married, which basically you know, it means that the parents can sell their child right. to a pedophile. It's, you know, I, I, I just don't understand. You know, let's face it, Teresa, when we were growing up, we've watched a complete morph of mm-hmm. the Democrats and the Republicans. Oh, yeah. When we were kids, the Republican Party was the family party. It was all about, they campaigned, who was it? Um, oh, God, Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah. campaigned on equal pay and social, you know, all of these different small business family values. Yeah. And then we have watched and it started with Reagan. Yeah. Where all of a sudden the Republican party became all about big business and squashing the poor and the Democrats became about caring for every citizen and fighting for universal health care and all of these other things. It's an amazing thing to watch this whole, you know, morphing of what is going on here. And when you look at, I mean, I actually had some, I, I 
sick of what the Democrats are doing to this country. And it's like, really? What are they doing to this country that has you so sick? Gee, let's see. They're fighting for universal health care. They're fighting to make sure everyone has clean water. They're fighting for minority rights. They're fighting to make sure that Native Americans actually can live in the country that was freaking theirs yep. to begin with. That they want to make sure that schools, that families are on a level playing field. That families that make under $150,000 a year, that their kids can afford to go to community college for free. That they wipe out some student debts. You know, for the people that need it the most, you know, and it's amazing to to me because the only people I hear bitching about that are really wealthy people. Yeah. Really wealthy people. Or the poor who are seeing minorities as taking away from them or immigrants taking away their jobs. Well, like you're competing with somebody about how, you know, he read, he read that, you know, illegal immigrants are voting. You know, and yeah. get health care. No, they don't. And no, they don't. You know, but, nope. but that's it because he read it somewhere. You know, anybody can write anything. This is the mm-hmm. whole thing. Anybody can write it. I, I, it's the dumbing down of the United States. Yeah. It really truly is. You know, it is the dumbing down of this country. That is, it, it, it's unbelievable to me. It truly is unbelievable to me that that here it is, 2022, and, you know, it's funny because I have a weird theory about this leak, and I think it was the conservative side that leaked this to see what kind of a leg they'd have to stand on. Yep. And I don't think they expect this kind of backlash I do not think that they expected that people would be storming state capitals and the Supreme Courts in every state all over this country I do not think that they expected it I, I and and I'm pretty sure that the Republicans are realizing that hey if you guys do this we're screwed yeah you know oh, yeah. so My other side of this, and this is where the, you know, eternal optimist in me comes out, that, all right, so they're going to reverse this, and it's going to go back into state hands, and there are going to be those states in this country that make it impossible for a woman to be autonomous, and then there are going to be the majority of the states in this country where women will have their own reproductive rights, but come November's elections, the Democrats are going to win in a blue wave. The blue yeah. wave we've been waiting for, and this will precipitate it. So, and, But the thing of it is we have to do this from the local level all the way to the federal because oh, no it was the, uh, the state, the, you know, the state you know, houses and the Senate that were the threat to the election. It, it was the people in the, on the state level who were sending the you know the false um, electoral electric uh, um, the representatives um, who were going to you know try to put you know Trump into office 
By the way, I haven't heard anything more about that. That's those are that's federal felonies, and right. they need to be prosecuted. Well, you know, it's funny when in bringing that up, I still don't understand why the man's recorded in Georgia telling them to just find him the 11,857 votes he needed. How is he not already going up? What is Garland waiting for? It's like, what are you waiting for? You know, I mean, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. I was expecting better from him. Uh, he's They're either keeping it under wraps and they're going to do it all at once or they're going to try to drag this out so they don't have to do it at all. Well, that's and a coward's if, way out. That's oh, yeah. a coward's oh, way yeah. out. Oh, yeah. But I, 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 when he was uh, nominated and, and became AG, I was excited because I thought he would be doing a good job because before that he had an excellent reputation. Well, you know what? At first not being attorney and and not being attorney general, we have no idea all of the other parts of the puzzle that have to happen. So like you said, I mean, all I can hope and all we can hope is that they're putting together such an ironclad case and I have news for you. I could care less whether he winds up in an orange jumpsuit. I would be much happier with them coming to him and going, okay, look, here's everything we have against you. So you know what? Your rallies are over. You are not running for any kind of office. You're going to stop backing anybody politically, or we will go after you. And we have all the proof to just throw your ass in jail. You know, I'd be fine with that. Leave. <laughs> um, I want him to, and his all his minions in orange jumpsuits for the rest of their life, and I want them to be live to be 150 years old. Nah. You know, it's funny. It's the same reason I didn't want Nixon in jail after what he did. I, I just mm-hmm. don't think that a, somebody who is the president of the United States not that they don't deserve to go to jail, but it just doesn't look good for the rest of our country and the world. You know, I, that that was just my, you know, I mean, again, I lived through Watergate. Yeah, and me too. I, I mean, you know, this man, when you look at Watergate compared to what has gone on in this country because of 45 and January 6th, Watergate was a walk in the freaking park. Yeah, it was Penny Annie. I'm serious. You've got to be rolling over going, really? Seriously, man? I had to resign over this shit? And this guy's done well, everything that he's back done? when really? the Republicans, Actually Republicans were putting the country first. Exactly. Thank you. You know, not and, for nothing. Could you imagine, you know, with everything that President Biden is trying to do for this country, and for, you know, because history has shown in the United States, that when the top pays the most, this country thrives. Yep. In trying to bring up the poor and widen the middle class, mm-hmm. it is what builds a stable economy. It is what builds a stable country. 
And you know yeah. what? Those rich people on the top just keep getting richer and richer and richer because it's those people that we're bringing up that are making, keeping them richer and richer and richer, you know? So imagine having a Republican party that actually wanted to do what was best for the United States. Do you realize where we would be already with oh, Biden yeah. and what he is trying to do? Oh my gosh. Oh my We would gosh. be soaring and it's, it's frankly, so sad to me. It is, it is so, it's so sad to me because it is so short-sighted for them to feel like, let's face it, they feel like if Biden succeeds, they'll never elect another Republican again, which yeah. is a false narrative. Because when you are the Republicans that are showing that you have done what is right for the American people and not your party, of course people are going to keep voting you into office. And, of course, they're going to want to elevate you. What, mm-hmm. what do you think one of the reasons that Biden went from senator to vice president to now president? When you look at that man's voting record in the years, the decades he was a senator, he didn't vote 100% for the Democrats. He voted Republican Party lines when it was best for the American people. He voted what was best for the American people throughout his entire career. That's actually why I thought he'd have more success dealing with McConnell and all of those cronies because they worked together for decades. But McConnell, he is. Oof. Um, <laughs> I don't. Ha- uh, uh, I'll keep it clean. Um, no, no. But no, he he's all about power. And, and he's all one of those type power. of people who will never would rather eat strychnine laced ground glass than admit he made a mistake. Yep. And that is where he's at. He, you know, you know, he all, you know, from the beginning he, you know, he was think he wants the Democrats to take care of Trump. And if he had been got on board. Mhm. Um we yeah, we wouldn't be in this place. And over a million people would be alive. If he had gotten on board with the Democrats and held count Trump accountable instead of sucking up to Trump and to Putin, Putin wouldn't have been empowered to attack Ukraine. Hmm. I mean, you've got Republicans who are still sucking up to him. Yep. Even though he has killed tens of thousands of people. And it all goes back to the Confederate mentality of the toxic masculinity where white Christian men are supposed to own and control everything. And, you know, Trump sees himself as, you know, everybody, you know, 
yeah, the world was created just for him. And the Putins, you know, thinks the same thing, and the other dictators the same thing. They believe they have the right to control others. And everything is should be based on what pleases them instead of what's good for the world. But, you know, well, cuz to them what pleases them is good for the world. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, they actually think that what is best for them means that it's best for everybody else. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's amazing to me because it, it here's this, you know, it just goes to show how well the Republicans have this down because they have people voting for them. Meanwhile, they're voting against them having health care, against yep. them having education, against their debt being canceled. They want to end Section 8. They want to end the food programs for schools. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, it is not the minorities that are predominantly on public assistance. Yep. Maybe in, you know, California, <laughs> New York, you know, New York in, in, in large states like this, but predominantly the pea country that are on public assistance are white. Yep. So here, here's a little earth-shaking news for you people out there that are so narrow-minded and, and things like that. And, and so, it's the you know, Republican-controlled states that are the most impoverished. Exactly. But, he, but this is why I'm saying that the Republicans are so brilliant that these people are still voting for them mm-hmm. when they are keeping them in this poverty. When they, you know, it was the best was, oh, I can't wait to get rid of Obamacare until they realized it was the Affordable Care Act. Oh, yeah. And it was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. You mean when they do that, I would lose my insurance? Yep. It's like, yeah. You know, because, again, you drank the Kool-Aid, you know, you're watching what they're telling you, which isn't the truth. You know, every single Republican voted against these wonderful things that Biden wound up getting passed for infrastructure and all of this. Mm -hmm. But then they go back to their state like, hey, look at what we helped you get. You didn't help do jack shit. Yeah. You know, and and this is, you know what, I honestly believe at this point that the Democrats need to take the gloves off. We need to stop being polite. We need to stop. And you know what, I'm not talking name calling or anything like that. Because we don't need to get down to that level, but every political ad, every political statement needs to speak the truth. When you are in, you know, you're trying to get elected in Kentucky, you need to name the senators in Kentucky that didn't vote for you and what your what the people of Kentucky needed. Here's the Democrats who did. Here is what I did for you. And here's what they fought against. And here's their voting record. And that's the stuff that needs to get out there. They need to pull these voting records out because they're public domain. 
There is absolutely nothing wrong with it, but they need to know, hey, look, every single thing that they're out here promoting, they voted against. But now because the Democrats got it passed, they want to ride our coattails. Don't let them do it. Hold them accountable. My representative for the Traverse City area is a Republican. And he just put out he put out a press release about how he got, you know, broadband to be expanded so that everybody could have it. That's part of the Build Back Better uh, program. And he got slammed on his page. Good. And that's you know, and that's what we need. The ads that we need to do, the Democrats. Yeah, we really do. he um, was also pro-life, and but he voted against health care. He voted against you know clean water. He voted against um, you know school you know the schools. Everything that he voted against pro- supported and was pro-life. Of course, it was. And he also voted against. Uh, the January 6th commission. Now, this is a guy who was a vet, who was a veteran, and he's supporting those who are waving the Confederate and Nazi flanks. If I had my way, he'd be reactivated and then court-martialed. Hmm. I don't know if it could still be done. I know, you know, military personnel can be reactivated. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, him, you know, basically coming out and saying, you know, you know, voted against that, that is supporting an insurrection. And that is a court martial offense. Right. And those that, you know, there were military personnel who were involved with the insurrection and veterans. Every one of them betrayed their oath to the Constitution. Yes, they did. And need to be held accountable. I agree. And the senators and, uh, you know, representatives who supported that need to be held accountable. I agree. Um, uh, I want to know, how is she not up for contempt of court? She lied under oath. She lied under oath. Yeah, saying that she doesn't remember is a weaselly way of around things. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe she was hit in the head. And she's got brain damage, so yeah, you know, there are things she, that she doesn't uh, remember. But the fact that they got her text messages, not for nothing. Her, the woman still wears a stop the steal face mask. Yeah. Okay, so she doesn't remember my aunt Fanny, like my mm. grandmother used to say. So, no, um, she needs to be, she and the others need to be, you know, brought up on charges and taken off all the ballots. But they also need to be held accountable legally for being part of the insurrection. I agree. I really agree. They tried to overthrow our government. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I... I will never forget because I was driving home from my granddaughter. I'm driving home and my daughter-in-law called me. And she's like, they have stormed 
the Capitol. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, they literally stormed the Capitol. They're breaking into the Capitol. I mean, they were, my kids were flipping out. I get home, I turn, I'm like, what to think that, you know, and again, you know me, I don't, I don't watch the news. So I went to YouTube and I watched that whole rally because mm-hmm. it was filmed from beginning to end. And there he was, we're going to take it by force and I'm going to walk down to the Capitol with you. And I'll be right there. That fat coward who then just sat in his, you know, private offices, eating popcorn, watching his people, even his own kids were begging him to yeah. stop this. And three and a half hours later, you know, now all of a sudden he does. It's un. Um, And not for nothing, there they were on tape. McConnell and Graham and Kennedy, all of them on tape that this was his fault. That's it. I'm done. He was responsible for this. And then a week later, they just got everything's fine. Yeah. It's like, but here you are on, th- this is what you were saying. You were saying McCarthy. that he was impeachable. <laughs> McCarthy's, you know, um, no matter what he says now, they got him on tape. Exactly. And those tapes are being released. And But they have them all on tape. Yeah. McConnell said it. All of them said it. Yeah. Every one of them blamed Trump for what went on. And then the next thing you know, oh, no. You know, I, I, I'm like, what? I'm sorry. It's just. The thing of it is, it's there. No matter what they say now, it's there. And it's provable. Serious, the and Democrats need to be using this. And not oh, yeah. not even slinging it as mud. It's like here's the truth. This is the truth. Here are their own words. You know, here's their yeah. voting records, and here's what we are trying to do for the American people. So you know what? If you give us that control, where we actually have a real majority here, let's see what the next two years will bring. Yeah, to this country. Uh, but McCarthy, uh, you know, they they would just do have to do a split screen of what he said and then his denials, and then play the play the tape, and just beat the crap out of him because he's I'm in serious, the house. Teresa, we should be working so, on people's campaigns. Um, I'm going to be. I'm a really good researcher, but I, I also write and produce videos. Uh, now that you know it's you know it's pretty much set, um, I'm going to be doing a series of commercials or videos that beat the crap out of the Republicans. This is what who they are, and and I you know they've given me everything that I need to do it. Oh no doubt. You know, from taking. Uh, credit for what they voted against. 
you know, you know, like the uh, the broad blank, uh, the build that better plan. You know, show videos of the, you know, your Michigan's, you know, roads needing repair and the crumbling bridges. And then, oh, I got forget his name. Um, you know, him taking credit for it, and then pointing out that he voted against it. Also, you know, for all those who voted to, you know, to turn, you know, to reject the election results, you know, show the insurrection. Well, here's, and but again, those who voted against the election results should not be allowed to run for office again. Agreed. That was sedition. That is sedition. It is spelled out in the Constitution. I don't understand how they're not up for treason. I really don't. Because you know what? There's a difference between free speech and literally trying to stop a legal election. Yeah. Because one man can't believe he lost. And the reality is, you know, Teresa, not for nothing – so 84 million people voted for Biden and 80 yep. million people voted for Trump and 100 million people never voted at all. Yeah. Freaking vote. We, well, the thing of it is the, the Republicans are gerrymandering to make it more yeah, difficult for pe- to, people to vote and for, you know, the Democratic votes to um, to count. You know, the caller, you know, he, I don't know what he, what planet he's li- living on or what color the sky is, but they are trying to take his vote away from him. Yes, they are. And, and to make it have less value than the white ma- male, for example. They And they are gerrymandering districts out of existence that were the minority – majority the, you know you know in texas they, they lost two do two districts that were african-american and one district that was latino they're just gone they just gerrymandered mandered them out of existence so his vote wouldn't count so the only way around that is for the hundred million people who didn't vote to get off their asses and vote. The, you know, that's what people did to t- start, you know, to get Biden in, into office. We need to get together and then, you know, and vote, you know, hold the Republicans accountable. Well, you and know, once we vote, do that, the youth vote we needs can, to get out. That's the biggest Pardon? problem. Kids 18 to 25, you're talking yeah. 14 to 17 percent of them are voting, yeah. you know, yeah. and let's face it, it would go a very long way if Biden could cancel student debt for families under $125,000 a year, if he could make community college free again for yeah. families that are making under, you know, $125,000 a year. This man is all about education. 
And oh, again, yeah. this isn't something that's hard. This is not something that's hard. It's just the Republicans don't want to do it because then it may, how do they not understand that it makes them look good too? It makes them look like, look, we're all taking care of the American people. So now you get to vote for any of us because we're here doing our jobs for the American people, not for our party. I don't see the Democrats working for their party. I see them working for the American people. Mm -hmm. But the people who support the Republicans want to live in the past. You know, if they want to live in the past, great. Wonderful. Uh, Whether it be the 1950s or the Civil War, go back to whatever time you, you want to and then give up everything that was invented after that. So if you want to go back to the 1950s, great. Give up your Internet. Give up mm-hmm. your, 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 your big vehicles. Give up your Fox News. Uh, give up um, your cell phone. Give up everything that was, you know, created after that. You want to live in the 1950s? Great. Go back there. Give up everything. But the, the Republicans like their people ignorant, which mean, which is why they don't support education. Yeah. And one of the reasons that, you know, um, oh, um, oh, the um, the big thing about um, making, um, oh, it's it's an upper level. Uh, legal term, uh, but they're saying it's being taught in in in, in high school and grade school. Um, cu- that culture, something. Hmm. But they're you know you know the, you know they don't want the the little white children to feel bad about slavery. It's called history. But the Republicans don't want it taught. Because actual information and actual history would make it more difficult for them to, you know, continue on their their racism and their bigotry. And I, I, I wish I could come up with that stupid term. Well, say it again. It's it's about they don't want. Um, Actual history taught is it um, because it, you know the, the you know the little oh, white children of critical race will feel theory? bad about slavery, huh? Critical race theory. That's it. Yeah. Which not for nothing, critical race theory gets taught in college. Yeah, it's an upper level legal class. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's insane to me that. You know, this is another thing I got into with a friend of mine. I was like, look, here's the thing. You can't erase our country's history. And, you know, his argument was that he's Irish and and his relatives came over as indentured servants. Mm -hmm. You know, where they sold themselves into servitude to come to the United States for a chance at a better life. And eventually buying their freedom and, you know, going on and, 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 
having a good life here in the United States. And I'm like, yeah, what's your point? I said, you know, they chose. Yes, they felt that they had no choice. They were dying in poverty, blah, 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 blah. They still chose to do this. They weren't mm-hmm. chased down and brought in chains and dragged somewhere against their will to then be sold off, abused, whatever they felt like doing to them. How would you feel about sitting in a park looking at a statue of somebody who owned your great-great-grandfather? Yeah. So do I think those statues need to be destroyed? No, I don't. I think they should be moved to museums. I think they should be moved to the battlegrounds because those battlegrounds are part of our history. All of the Civil War battlegrounds that are here, the Revolutionary War battlegrounds that are here, they belong here. They are part of our history. And that is where you move that stuff. But Robert E. Lee said it. Don't erect statues for me. What we did was wrong. We tried to destroy our country. You know, the Confederacy, the Confederate flag, all of this stuff coming back, this was all Jim Crow stuff, yeah. you know, and whatnot, because the Confederate flag was gone for a really long time. And it is the equivalent in our country to a swastika. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry. Let's face it. You and I are never going to know, and this is what I was saying to him, what it is to be literally judged by the color of our skin. Yeah. When we walk in, there are people in this country that hate people on sight. Yeah. Don't know them, never said a word to them, but hate them because of the color of their skin. Those people, you know, not for nothing. The Holocaust survivors have had reparations. The Japanese that were in internment camps have had reparations. So I really do think it is fair that if you are a descendant of a slave from in the United States, that some kind of reparation is paid to you. Not every black person in this country is descendant from slaves. Exactly. And so it doesn't mean that every black person in this country gets that money. Same way every Jewish person in in the country didn't get money, you know, reparations as a Holocaust survivor, you know, in California, as a Holocaust yeah, in descendant, Cali- go ahead. What? Uh, in California, there, um, there was, um, a community, uh, there was a big track of land that an African American family owned and turned into a, um, a very profitable, business and um, resort it was taken from them and it you know they condemned because it was for the good and they were going to uh, the state was going to be doing uh, these wonderful things for the um, for the area well it never happened they were just about taking taking the property uh, recently it was made good uh, the yeah, the remaining family that. members, uh, the land was given back to them, and that's you know, 
that is legitimate. It's just like exactly. in um, Oklahoma with uh, the Black Wall Street that was destroyed. Those people need to be um, reimbursed uh, for their loss and f- uh, for the damage that was done. Agreed. So, you know, but, that's but there what I'm are. Saying, you know, reparations should be made because what's right is right. Yes. You know, have you ever seen the commercial? Oh, it's so brilliant. And it was actually the descendants of the Declaration of Independence Mm-mm. and signers of the Declaration of Independence. And it is so cool because you have white men and women and black men and women because these were the descendants of the founding fathers. Yes. You know, and it really was amazing to see because, let's face it, I mean, Thomas Jefferson and how many illegitimate children with Mm -hmm. his slaves. And he wasn't the only one. You know, he was not the only one. So doing what is right is doing what is right. And it's it's sad to me that there are, are white people in this country that feel that teaching the truth is wrong. You know, well, it's, it's like hard. the whole idea the whole idea of, you know, the don't say gay and where you can't talk about Kathy and her two daddies or Jimmy and her two mommies, same-sex marriage is legal in our country. Mm -hmm. So talking about same-sex couples as the norm, it is the norm. It is the normal of our society that there are heterosexual couples and there are same-sex couples. And they are all able to get married, to have their families and everything else. You're talking about inclusion. You're talking about acceptance. Yes. You're talking about, you know, and the whole argument of, oh, well, it's turning our, you know, we're trying to indoctrinate our children, you know, into becoming gay when they're five. Here's the thing. If they are gay or lesbian, they already know it. Yeah. They may not be able to articulate it because they don't really understand what the words are and stuff like that, but they definitely already know that there's something different. And they need to be un- to understand that it's not different. It is who they are. And that it's so okay. But, but truth based on facts and reality is it counter, you know, it makes them spreading, you know, spreading their racism, their misogyny and their bigotry, bigotry more difficult. You if think? people accept each other and no matter what, if you accept the individuals, it's harder to hate them. And that is what 
the problem is it's if you know your child goes to school and they learn what's wonderful about different cultures and they go home and you know the you know you know the parents try to teach them how to hate it's more difficult for the parents you know you mentioned it earlier about how they hate education. Mm-hmm. I was reading somewhere that the more educated, you know, kids that were raised Republicans in today's world, not the Republicans of old, but the Republicans of now, that by the time they get to college and everything else, they wind up now becoming more liberal, and everything else, because the more they learn, the more they accept. So you are absolutely right. The more you accept individuals, the harder it is to convince these kids why they're supposed to hate them. Plus, too, a a well-educated person asks more questions. Um, They're critical thinkers. But one of the things that the, the you know the Democrats really need to focus on is the fact that a better educated person has more options um, socially, um, economically. Let's face it: when we were growing up, um, ditch diggers were the the unskilled jobs that anybody could get. I got news um, a flash for everybody. Nobody uses shovels anymore to dig ditches. It's all computerized equipment. And unless you're computer savvy, you can't even get a job as a ditch digger anymore. Hmm. One of the the things that Trump spouted off was Canada was stealing our our lumber jobs. I remember that. And, you know, that's why a reason for the tariff. The lumber jobs were taken over by technology. There's right. I, there's video, you know, if go, go on YouTube, there's a piece of equipment that cuts a tree down, strips all the, the bark and the branches off, and cuts it into piece, in, into um and yeah, you know, into pieces, and then another person comes along, picks it up, puts it on the truck, and the truck driver, you know, drives it away. Three people to do the job of thirty. Yep. And all of them have to have a higher education because they all involve computers. Yep. So if you're not computer savvy, you're just screwed. And Which I got a why news... the Build Back Better program has high speed internet in it to mm-hmm. again start leveling this playing field. You know, yeah. it's the whole idea of going solar and stuff like that, not for nothing. You know how many jobs that's gonna create? Multiple levels. High level, oh, yeah. middle level. Lower level, you don't all have to be rocket scientists. You don't have to be a college graduate and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's an amazing 
we have to start harnessing natural energy. I just had my grandson, who's going to be four, explaining to me, you know, the different electricity that there is and natural electricity through, you know, the elements and Mm -hmm. lightning and stuff. He's going to be four. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to be a rocket scientist for this. I found something and I want to read this just going back to, you know, my body, my choice. Mm -hmm. And it says, is it really just your body? My body, my choice only makes sense when someone else's life isn't at stake. Fun fact. If my younger sister was in a car accident and desperately needed a blood transfusion to live, and I was the only person on earth who could donate blood to save her, and even though donating blood is relatively easy, safe, and a quick procedure, no one can force me to give my blood. Yes, even to save the life of a fully grown person, it would be illegal to force me to donate blood if I didn't want to. See, we have this concept called bodily autonomy. It's this cultural notion that a person's control over their own body is above all important and must not be infringed upon. Like we can't even take life-saving organs from corpses unless the person whose corpse it is gave consent before their death. Even Uh corpses get bodily autonomy. Tell that to tell people that they must sacrifice their body autonomy for nine months against their will is incredibly expensive, invasive, difficult process to save what you view as another life, and in parentheses, a debatable claim in the early stages of pregnancies when the vast majority of abortions are performed, is desperately unethical. You can't even ask people to sacrifice bodily autonomy to give up organs they aren't using anymore after they died. You are asking people who can become pregnant to accept less bodily autonomy than we give to dead bodies. That's the bottom line. Oh, my because it was tell you something. I never thought of that. In a million years, I never, ever, ever thought of that until I just saw this. And it was just like, oh, my word. And as you were taught, I was like, I got to pull this up because, yeah, you are asking women to have less autonomy than a corpse. When I was was, um, doing a research uh, for um, an audio project um, when I was in college, and I read this article that hit it, you know, it hit home for me. Um, the pro-lifers need to, you know, it was it was basically okay. This famous person needs you to be, you know, needs you to su- survive. Um, it's going to, you know, by hooking them up, and you will be for the next nine months you will be totally connected to them. And, yeah, it's going to make you sick, and, yeah, it could kill you. But this is a very important person. And, oh, by the way, you're going to have to pay for this. And it's going to have a lifelong impact on you. 
And since this is a famous person, you have no choice. Hmm. This, you are going to be connected to this person for at least nine months. Nine months. And then if this person needs help later on, well, we'll you'll be hooked up again. Um, but basically, your your body will be keeping them alive. And it was it was a lot. A lot. It's been several decades, and I lost a lot in the translation. But basically, that's what pregnancy is. The, you know, you're a woman's body is being used for right. another entity without her choice, without her options. It could, you know, it makes her sick. It could, it does physical damage, and it could kill her. And then she has to pay for it. And a fetus, until it is viable, is a part of a woman's body. Because if you take it out, it doesn't exist anymore. It is no different than a kidney. If you cut a kidney out without the you know the blood supply, it dies. You you know you take a fetus out, it dies. It's no different than a kidney. You know, I I went back to college when I started having a family because I I graduated high school. Or I turned 16 my senior year in high school. Left, I was doing theater professionally, and I had always decided that once I started having a family, that's when I'd go back to school. So I was pregnant with all three of my kids through college. I was pregnant with my third child, and I was in a class called Christianity in Contemporary Issues. Death penalty, abortion, blah, 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 blah. Now, here I am. I'm a returning ed student. At that point with my daughter, I was 31. Everybody else in the class, 18, 19-year-olds, every single one of them was pro-life and Every single one of them was pro-death penalty. That doesn't make sense. Now, here I am, right, I'm pro-choice, and the reason I'm against the death penalty is because they don't use it right. To me, if you're going to have a death penalty, China's right. You get a trial, you get a second trial. If you're found guilty in that second trial and you're sentenced to death, they take you out back, they put a bullet through your head, and they send your family the bill for the bullet. Yeah. That's the death penalty that is going to deter crime. But the death penalty now, so you sit on death row. I, I'm here in Connecticut. We had a guy on death row. He was on death row for 19 years, and they finally exhausted every uh, legal recourse, and they now had him go up for his execution. And his now lawyer argued that 19 years in solitary confinement, where he only came out for an hour a day, he now had diminished mental capacity and couldn't be held accountable. And they wound up, he won on that. So now he just has life in prison. So I don't believe in the death penalty. I don't believe in a death penalty because, again, if you're going to have a death penalty, flip and use it. But I, there I was, I was pregnant with my daughter, and I was about three months pregnant at the time. And 
I looked at everybody. I said, you know, it's an amazing thing to me that at 18, 19 years old, you think you know everything. Yeah. I'm three months pregnant. I have loved this baby from the moment I knew I was pregnant. But if I die tomorrow, there's nothing they can do to keep that baby alive. That baby is dying with me. So to Mm -hmm. say something that can't live without me has precedence over me is ludicrous. However, all of you who think that fetus should control my body also think the death penalty is fine. So where is the sanctity of life? And Jeffrey Dahmer at the time was still in the headlines. And they were like, well, what about Jeffrey Dahmer? I was like, Jeffrey Dahmer is insane. Yeah. No sane person is going to not only kill somebody, but then eat them. So what happened to Jeffrey Dahmer to create that person? You can't put somebody on, you know, give somebody the death penalty and kill them when they're literally criminally, criminally insane. Okay. So that's a poor, you know, analogy to be talking about when you look at something like that, you know, however, the guy who robs the seven 11 and decides to kill the guy or the woman that's working the counter, do they deserve to the death penalty? If you've got one, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but if you're going to have a death penalty, use it. But I was like, you guys are just the way you think, because you think you know everything and you can't be pro-life and pro-death at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's incongruent. It just, another one of the memes that I saw, it's like, how about before we start regulating a woman's body, you regulate, you know, automatic, semi-automatic weapons. Works that for are me. Out there, you know, I, me, it works for me too. You know, it's, 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 it's a crazy thing. It's just, you know, I, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm looking at my thing on my wall that says life is a journey, and it really is. Life is just such a journey, and the journey that we are on right now is going to define us yeah. in so many ways. These next six months, uh, you know, and again, uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, you got the right wing out there that are thinking, you know, Justice Jackson is the one who leaked it. It's like she's not even there yet. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I'm serious. What's to say that one of the conservative judges didn't do this leak just to take the temperature? Yeah. Of what was going to go on, you know, and the argument that it shouldn't be decided on a federal level, it should be put in the state hands, is it's, a cop-out. Yeah. It's already yeah. done, uh, leave it alone. Was, if that was a truism, that we still have slavery. Well, there you go. Um. And that's where women is he- women are headed to being slaves, and we can stop this. And that you know, AT and T stopped supporting Republicans for a while 
from what I understand, they're doing it again. They're donating to Republicans. Companies that donate to Republicans need to be held accountable, which means, you know, calling their offices and basically saying, you, you keep, you know, donating to Republicans, we're getting a new service. And you support the companies that stand with society. I do not shop at Home Depot. I never will. There is nothing that they sell that I can't get elsewhere. But I will not support a company that supports Trump. The same mm-hmm. with, um, uh, with uh, Jimmy John's. I will never. Um, and Papa John's is another one. You find out who they, you know, who supports who, and who, you know, the Republicans have to let you know. Yeah, it's public record to where they get their donations. And the companies that support the Republicans and support the Confederacy, I will not shop at. There is nothing that they can sell, no matter what the price, that will make me shop there. And you vote with your dollars. That's right. And you hold them accountable. Oh, Teresa, okay. we did a show, and I can't believe I cannot think of the company's name. It was probably two and a half years ago. I'm going to have to find the link and send it to you. But what they do is they let you know who, where your dollars are going. Yeah. So just like you were saying about Home Depot and stuff like that. And it literally lets you know that Walmart is supporting this candidate, this, this, you know, the Republican side, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, who's reporting pro-life, who's supporting pro-choice and stuff like that. And oh, I wish I could remember their name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I will find it. And I, like I said, I will send the link to you because their feeling is you need to know who you are supporting it's so hard with me with Home Depot because I won't shop there. And the reason it's hard for me with Home Depot is they're also one of the biggest employers of Olympic athletes. Yeah. And so it's so incongruent that here you are supporting, you know, Olympic athletes who have their job, who they help subsidize and everything else, but then you support this party line it's like, why? And and yeah. I always stopped at Home Depot because of the fact, I mean, my children's dad was an Olympic athlete. So, you know, I always shopped there in support of that until I found out what huge supporters they were of 45. And I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't it, in good conscience. Yeah. You know, not when I can buy it somewhere else. You know, and and so it's I I agree that that we need to as consumers we need to know where our money is going. Yeah. And and what is being supported? You know, I mean, you know how I feel about Amazon. Amazon is a huge. You know, I mean, forget it. You know how I feel about it. It it, it yeah. it's, it's so wrong on so many levels. 
you know, the I fact that they don't Amazon supported Am- Amazon supports Trump, really? I I don't I I can't say it. I don't want to say it because I'm not positive. I, it's just the fact that I I can't believe that they wouldn't just because they don't have to pay any federal taxes because of all the nice no, Republicans um, gave them. No, um, Trump attacked them because the, their primary um, owner also owns the Washington Post. I don't think that they are a Trump supporter or a Republican supporter. I don't know. I, 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 for me, my my big problem with Amazon is the whole federal tax thing. And well, yeah. How they use, you know, all of the loopholes to legally not pay a dime. Yeah. You know, when you look at what their net worth, you know, you look at the top billionaires in this country before the pandemic and after, and it's 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 just. That, you know, so that's for me why I just, I can't support stuff like that. I just can't. Yeah. I, I you know, it, it goes against everything that, that I live and breathe about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, well, it's so, during the pandemic, so people were stuck at home and they were, you know, you know, Amazon delivers. Well, you know what? I I I went food shopping every ten days. I put my you to see me. I had my mask with my filter and everything in it. My gloves. I would come home. I would, and it's so funny because I don't know about you, but anytime I take something out of the cabinet before I open it up, I always wash it. And so now, of course, I'm doing that before I put it in. I've got my disinfectants, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Then I would take my Lysol. I would take my bags that I had, um, you know, my groceries in, and I would spray them with Lysol and hang them on my door outside so they could breathe and all the germs. I would strip off the gloves I had, put new gloves on to clean everything. And as I'm doing that, I'm like, maybe I've been doing this in the wrong order all the time. So I never bought into the having my food delivered. Um, But I do understand how companies like that, you know, just went through the roof. But again, that's why they should be paying billions in taxes. Yeah. Thank you, everybody who came to us. Let's pay this money so your schools are better and your roads are better and you have clean water and and all of these things, and and that the minimum wage can go up because now you can spend more money and make me even richer. Yeah. You know, at least Elon Musk, you know, bit the bullet and paid $13 billion in federal taxes. You know, and poor Elon. I'm sure that really put a huge dent in his, you know. Um, If you look at the percentage rather than the amount um, most of the uber billionaires pay a lower percentage than um, oh, sure they a do. teacher or a firefighter. Yeah, of course they do. But Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett was the first one that came out about all of that. 
when he realized mm-hmm. that his executive assistant was paying a higher tax bracket than him. Yep. And he was like, this is just wrong. This yeah. is wrong yeah. on so many levels. It's ridiculous. You know, and, and that's the whole thing. You know, I was trying to explain this to somebody once. You know, because there they were. I don't want my tax dollars to go pay for some five-year-old lunch. I'm like, first of all, it's $37 a year of your tax dollars that pay for the lunch programs at school, okay? I said, but what they're literally talking about is when you make $50,000 a year, every dollar you pay in taxes, you feel every dollar. Yeah. When you're making $500, thousand dollars a year the dollar that you're paying is like you're paying 50 cents when you're making 500 million dollars that dollar you're paying is like a half a cent yeah so if everybody actually paid their fair dollar where it was the same dollar not the single but the same weight of their wealth, then you have the right balance in taxes. And he was like, wow, I I never thought of it like that. And I'm like, yeah. I said, you know, if you're pay, you make $400,000 a year. So if you pay $15,000 in taxes, big deal. Yeah. You, you spent more than that going on vacation. You know, do you even yeah, pay that much in taxes? And he was like, uh, no, I don't. I said, right, because you have all these write-offs and all these deductions and all the this and all the that. But, you know, you're making 400 and something thousand dollars a year. Imagine if you had to pay, a teacher pays 40% or 30%. Yeah. of the, Imagine if you had to pay 30% of that. Yeah. You know? Now you're talking out of that $400,000, $100,000 is going back to the government. Well, wait a minute here. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I said, however, when somebody who's making $40,000 a year, you know, and, and is paying 15000 of it in taxes, where is that fair? Where is that yeah. equitable? Well, the thing of it is, We've got a graduated tax system, so the, you know there is, you know, like for example, uh, the first ten thousand is free for everybody, and then the next level pays. Um, I, I I have no no idea what the numbers are, but a certain percentage. But as the um, the income goes up. Well, the percentage goes up, but not on the full amount. That ten thousand dollars is always free, and if you know from ten thousand to twenty thousand, if it's you know it's one percent. So the uber wealthy that are paying you know thirty percent, you know, they only pay the thirty percent on every every dollar over you know five hundred billion dollars. So if they make Five hundred billion and one dollar, they would pay thirty cents on that one dollar. But the fact is, they the way they're 
their income is and their wealth is structured, they get most of their income from the stocks and the accumulated wealth, which is not taxed. And And that's not fair. I was going to say, and in a nutshell, there you have, as we have to start wrapping up over here, you know, in a nutshell, what is wrong with this? You know, you look at, look at France. What did they pay? Like 60% in taxes. Everybody does. They get six weeks paid vacation, free education, free health care. Mm-hmm. You know how I, I I think their maternity leave is a year. Yeah, that's what your tax dollars are supposed to do. Yeah, that's why when they talk about free education, Bernie Sanders says it all. It's not meaning well we're just giving it away. No, it means that we're using your tax dollars the right way. And it's also investing in the future. Thank you. That's exactly right. So, Teresa, as we are wrapping up, what do you want to leave everybody with tonight? We need to stand together and vote together and hold the Republicans accountable. And do not support companies that want to enslave people by supporting Republicans. I would also like them to buy my books and uh, shameless self-promotion. I'm pulling together teams for a new film and television production studio, and we're going to be producing projects based on age, gender, and ethnic diversity. And especially for women, Native Americans, and veterans. If you look up Kaleidoscope Film and Television, that's our studio. I'm looking for people to join our team. So shameless self-promotion. There is nothing wrong with you self-promoting what you are doing because you're doing great work. I'm doing my best. It's all we can do. And for me, as we're wrapping up over here, you know, Each individual in this country deserves their own personhood. Mm -hmm. They deserve to be who they want to be. They shouldn't be judged by anyone. And no one has the right to take your personhood from you. And like I just read, you know, as a woman, we should have the bodily autonomy that we give to a corpse. Yes. I mean, that, that really hit home. It really, truly did, because it's true. You can't, you know, that's black market. You go to jail. We're desecrating a corpse. You go to jail, but you want to put a woman in jail for having control of her own body. No one has the right to take their beliefs to make you live by them. So 
please, just as Teresa said, vote. Get registered. I know for some of you it's going to mean standing on lines for hours and hours and hours and hours. Our country needs you to do it. And for the 100 million people who don't vote, freaking get out there and vote. Yeah. Okay? If you've never voted before, please get out there and vote now because we need your help. This country needs your help. We have the opportunity. If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't be so trying so hard to take it from you. That's exactly right. If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't be working so hard to try to take it away from you. And that's what we're going to leave you with. So on behalf of Teresa Chase and myself, thank you for joining us tonight. We didn't plan on this show. This was going to be a very different show. Well, we're yeah. We're talking about a lot of different things, but who knew? So that is what I love about Moms After Dark. You never know. So we are going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is is strong. She is is true. She is is brave.